Fresh and so clean, clean. That was a good song. That's a great song. It's a great song. Classic song. But Young World. Young World. A young world. I should have do 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 do. I am doing my intro. You need to prioritize this before we start. Sorry. God. 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 Right, sorry, I am Carlos and I'm Ryan and this is the blank with Carlos and Ryan welcome to another week another episode with your boys the blank with Carlos and Ryan Ryan please take it away um happy Wednesday Thursday Thursday, Thursday. it is Thursday, Thursday. it is always <laughs> Thursday Happy motherfucking Thursday. Yeah. Um, even though we are recording this day early. Yes. Um, and the reasoning why, Ryan. <laughs> tell the tell the people. So, tell the young world. Um, first off, <laughs> happy Thursday and then happy Friday if you're listening to it on Friday. Um, we probably I don't even know if we're uploading this um probably, tonight. Probably tomorrow night. But yeah. tomorrow night. But in this case, um, thank you for coming for another week. Um today's is definitely going to be an interesting topic, which I think is going to be really fucking cool to talk about. Um, Cause I think Carlos and I definitely have some cool kind of experiences on it. But um, the reason why we are filming this on a Wednesday, um, you know, usually we don't do that on odd days, but um, is because the Colts are playing. Um, so the Indianapolis Colts are playing on Thursday night football. So everybody who is my friend, please go check them out next week or sorry, tomorrow night um they're having a big night against the jets um and we're all going to have a great gay old time oh boy at uh oh dear at a uh a bar and i want to just reference <laughs> he when he says gay he's referring to happy like it is in the definition book yes. um not the uh homosexuality for i am straight ladies <laughs> if you're listening you know the deal hit the dm slide in um but yes uh we are shooting a day early so ryan can go support his cults um him and probably two other people on the planet will be doing the same <laughs> um but uh they are facing the jets on thursday so i guess by the time this airs this would uh, be the same day um so depending on what time you're listening um but uh yeah if uh, you're into football and uh, you want to see the colts get their ass kicked please uh <laughs> tune in and uh support and uh you know show Damn. some love but yeah, Ryan is a uh, lifelong. No, yeah. definitely not. And Only um, up until maybe like ten years. Ten years. Uh, ten years. Since years I started watching you know, football. A f- uh, fan for ten years now. The Colts. 
you know, Something there's like Dallas, that. there's the Giants, you know, like all well, the other teams are pretty got at New Orleans, um, Kansas City, I guess. Big but, name teams. Yeah, but uh, Ryan is not like that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he's going for the Colts and uh, he wants to support them. So we'll, we'll shoot a day early for that. That's fine. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah, here we are. Another day, another week, another episode of The Blank with us two hooligans. Um, how was how was your day today, Carlos? It was all right, you know, still working from home, doing that thing. Uh, a lot of angry people here and there. My workplace finally found out what I did. This. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, how? I don't know. Uh, I, well, a friend. Well, uh, a friend. Uh, Podcast. I used to, yeah. Uh, that uh, we used. To, he uh, recently um, quit to go back to school. Uh, shout outs to Ragul uh, he uh yeah so then he uh baited out my scene basically <laughs> in a group and uh everybody found out but uh yeah so, that's amazing well I mean I'm if, I, I would encourage if you're gonna listen to my episode <laughs> to keep my <laughs> to keep this person <laughs> and my workplace person as a, se- a separate people because I mean, <laughs> I'm still the lovable Carlos you all cherish, uh, but it's just, I, I have my phases. I have my episodes, you know, so um, I just want to be employed. <laughs> I need a job. This is, this is definitely going to affect yeah. Carlos' whole persona. Yeah, I'm just the, like, podcast you know, now. I'm just, I, I'm still that guy. <laughs> I'm still that guy. But other than that, yeah. Um, I mean, they don't. I don't know if they know the title of it or if they, okay. they're aware of what I do, but not of the actual show itself. I'm just hoping that we become big enough where they can forgive me. We're <laughs> like we're like 29 or 28 episodes in. Can you think we could just go type in like Carlos Podcast and our names would come up on Google? A Ryan Podcast. I don't think so, right? You don't. Yeah, I, don't. I mean, we could try. We'll try. You know what? Let's go. Somebody out. Okay. Let's do it. I was going to say, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's being we'll homework. Know. These people are busy enough as is. <laughs> Let's see. Carlos my, uh, Podcast. Carlos Podcast. No, nothing. Nothing. No, no yeah. We're definitely. No, no. no we need. Uh, we're we're definitely to. Uh, no, yeah, we're not. What about Ryan podcast? Oh, so we're definitely geez. trying it right now to see yeah, if there's any sort of... Uh... I don't know. Let's see. Why don't you come up? Uh-oh. I was no. going to say real talk. Uh-oh. No. Hang on. Ryan, you got a podcast without me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Just me talking about uh, <laughs> uh, G.I. Joe's. <laughs> something Jesus. random. Yeah, no. Nothing. Okay. Well, if we'll get there. up the blank podcast... Oh yeah, that will definitely. You think so? Well, blank podcast with Giles, Paley, Phillips, and Jim Daly. That sounds like a lawsuit. Um, <laughs> let's see. But yeah, no, even a blank podcast damn come up. Damn. All right, well, we're getting there. We're getting right? there. We're, we're, getting there. we're probably on the second. We're probably on the sure, second page. Slowly but surely, we will find out. You know, eventually find ourselves on the Google first page at least. But well, let's let's uh, we'll take our time with it. Patience 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 other than that uh yeah let's uh carry carry on with oh let's do recent news 
And I guess this is like the news from the last week, even though we're a day early. Usually yeah. there's like, like a day for us yeah. to at least gather some news or a little but, bit more uh, news. We're, but... we're a day early. If we don't cover everything, we'll just cover it next week, okay? Don't be impatient. Um, but uh, yeah, recent news. Uh, shout out to the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, y'all did it. Broke the curse. Congratulations. You won the World Series. You did it. Atlanta, hot Atlanta. I want to go there for their strip clubs. I sure that I would be fucking wild. It's probably Atlanta. insane. I sure in Atlanta, Atlanta right wild. now. It's probably nuts in hot Atlanta right now. Like hot Atlanta is that, hot Atlanta is that the, the word? Is that the name? Did you not know that? No, I had. Do no you idea. not pay attention to the to the streets? No, never. No, Definitely you you not. weren't a BET fan growing up. Well, oh, I was. Uh oh, only when Jin was freestyle. <laughs> Freestyle Friday when, when Jen was killing it. Yeah, <laughs> oh boy. Selling five dollar batteries. Put it in some, suckers, some motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah, Hot Lana, man. They did it. They yeah, uh, apparently they it's uh, you know, they had a, a history of uh, not making it to the big one or winning the big one, but they finally did it. Their teams finally did it. And uh shout out to Atlanta. And uh, to the mayor of Atlanta, if you're listening, I mean, I'm not saying, well, I mean, that's small yeah, chance be, that you're listening. Uh, hook your boys up, you know, I'm trying to, you know, take a tour of the uh, strip clubs that you got over there, you know what I'm saying? Diamonds. Di- yeah. Is it diamond? I don't know. Why do you know that? <laughs> that's weird. All right. Uh, moving on. Strip club board. <laughs> this guy's wearing a robe to the goddamn strip club. <laughs> Just like, hey. Hey, hey, hey Carl, <laughs> Ryan here. Uh, um, another recent news. Uh, should we go into the sad news now yeah, or keep it? We can go to the sad news. Uh, for the Torontonians that uh, are on social media, if you are not aware, Debbie, a uh, pretty uh, well-known name, I would say, yeah. in the social in the younger generation. I would um, say so. Yeah, um, has passed away. Um, Rumors are circulating that it was a drug overdose. I don't believe a confirmation has come out, but, um, you know, it's unfortunate. Never met Debbie, but I've heard stories of how she has been around the area. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, uh, you know, apparently she was struggling with depression. Um, you know, they had a GoFundMe for her. Um, they went way over the goal, but then the city of Toronto stepped in to pay for the funeral. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So um they I believe they're gonna be refunding everybody that donated. Um, but uh yeah, um in terms of uh you know, my condolences to the family and those who are affected. Um I wanna say that you know, if you are struggling with depression or if you are having any issues whatsoever, um, don't be afraid to reach out to anybody, um, whether it be your friend or a professional, to um, you know, uh hopefully deal with whatever situation you got and um yeah and uh you know hopefully you uh get out of that uh you know that little uh, hurdle that you're you know having a tough time getting over and uh you know get back to it and uh, get it back to uh, this crazy thing that we call life and um also you know there was a huge um you know uh controversy on the social media sites that posted her passing um, you know, claiming that, you know, they used her for uh, clout just to, you know, because I don't believe Debbie got paid for her, you know, entertainment. So, you know, the uh, these websites are getting all this attention where she's getting nothing for it. 
um, you know, be a smart business person. If you're going to be entertaining, you know, know what you're doing, get uh, paid for your time. Um, you know, you know, it's your, this is your world, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all genders, you know, um, don't, uh, don't ever, you know, sell yourself short or sell yourself for nothing, you know, just, uh, get what you deserve. All right. If, uh, you know, you need to, if, you know, you're getting traction, you're getting attention online, um, and, you know, and you like the attention or you don't like the attention, uh, if you let, for those that like the attention, you know, expand on that, create your own page, fuck these social sites that are making money off you and getting these views off you. You are who you are. All right. Just note that, but the press, the depression side of things. Yes, please reach out, you know. There's people, you know, although you may not feel it at the time, there are people who truly care about you. And you know what? Me and Ryan care about you. We love you. Please no. Please no. All right. Uh, Ryan, do you have beautifully, yeah, beautifully say? said. Um, you know, I think that Carl's kind of really hit the uh, nail on the, the head. Ha- the nail on the head. I was gonna say nail on the hammer. But I don't really know the, what the, the whole. Fuck does I even? I don't know, man. I don't know, like goddamn like... spe- <laughs> now we gotta cut the goddamn show. See y'all next week. <laughs> fuck this shit. Fucking Wednesday. <laughs> take, the, take the fucking hat off. It embarrasses me and shit. But no, it was, it was beautifully said. I think that, you know, Carl's touched on a lot of points. And the first thing I do want to say is, you know, my condolences to, um, you know, Debbie and uh, the family, if there's any specific people that are really close to her and, you know, happen to lose a friend, a family yeah. member, a sister. I don't even know if she had siblings. I don't know too much yeah, about her. I, but, I, I don't know. Um, you know, my condolences to that. And definitely, definitely, I'm not going to go too deep into this, but if you are suffering from any sort of mental illness, mm. um, depression, whatever it may be, and you feel like there's nowhere else to reach out, please find some sort of way to reach out. Yeah. Um, there's definitely certain programs in Toronto that you can definitely go to. I know that there's probably long wait lists, certain things like that, but there is, if you seek it out, um, you know, definitely, definitely don't be scared to, because there's tons of different things that you can definitely do to be able to be, um, you know, heard, um, I think is one big word in relation to that. Um, to get on to the side of the whole kind of dramatics with like social media, taking advantage of her and using her as like a clout, like money maker kind of thing like that's really fucked up yes um that i don't know too much about how like instagram works and like the promotions and stuff like that how much like six buzz is making off of like these posts and stuff like that but like definitely they need to do something for the family i would think to you know funeral cost aside yeah like that kind of stuff like do something to be able to kind of honor that girl because no matter how much you used her and exposed her to to have like that odd kind of social media personality that people know or that knew her from Toronto. It was kind of like, man, you use that to a certain goal. And I know that it probably maybe wasn't in the mind state at the time, but then we lost somebody, um, you know, due to the suffering and that just kind of like not really adds to it, but it is part of it. So I'm not saying you guys are responsible for it, but please definitely look into that because it is something um, I actually have. I actually met sort of sort of met her in real life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Funny enough. Um, I think one time we didn't really say hi, but we kind of just like looked at each other. But it's not like I'm famous or anything, but it was like yet. I was at this bar on King and Bathurst um, downtown, great like clubbing bar area, whatever it is. Um, and then I was with a couple of my buddies that I went to Seneca with. 
And I think I was outside for a smoke or something like that. And one of my buddies came with me and she was standing on the corner, just like staring at my buddy. Like, I guess like, oh, he's a, he's a good looking dude. Uh-oh. So just like staring at him. Uh-oh. And then he's like looking at me and he's like, Ryan, is that girl staring at me? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and it's just like a funny story that I thought in my head as soon as I heard the news. Um, you know, there was approach, nothing approached, no, nothing. We didn't really talk. Fam, nothing yo, like that. Good. Yo, your man's, <laughs> yo, your, your boy here is a sweetie. Fam, nothing, no, nothing, nothing like that. No, I was. Oh, man. She could have, but I had no, yeah. but I remember thinking like, oh, who is this girl? Like she mm. kind of looks familiar. And then all of a sudden I remember she started blowing up and this was a couple of years before, I guess she started she blowing up on them. But, but yeah, it was funny. Mm. Um, so I'll always remember that, you know, nothing bad about the situation whatsoever. It's just kind of uh, an interesting story that I remember running into to her at one point in time. And now, unfortunately she's gone. So, yeah. you know, sad uh, times. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. You know, this uh, episode is uh, dedicated in honor of Debbie. Yeah, to Debbie. Um, in other sad news, uh, Henry Ruggs the third. Henry Ruggs the third. Oakland Raiders. Oakland the Raiders. rookie wide former, receiver. Former, former now. Former. Yeah. He. Uh, when did this happen? I don't know. It had to be over the last couple of days. Uh, last, I, uh, I believe over the weekend. I guess. Um, Henry Ruggs the third was driving in Las Vegas, Nevada. He was driving over twice the alcohol limit, driving at 165 miles per hour. And uh, he uh, unfortunately got into an accident, which caused the life of a pedestrian. And I believe her dog. Um, I mean, I don't know what to say. You know, it's uh, what were you thinking? What are these what are you guys thinking? doing, man? Like You have all this money, you have yeah. all this, you know all these accommodations made for you i was hearing that they have like an uber that's like free for them i wouldn't be surprised like it's just I would like, not be surprised i mean it's the nfl and and the, the idiotic thing about it is he had a loaded gun in the vehicle as well so like, what are you doing bro dude, bro like what are, what are you doing you're like 20 i think he's like 21 or 22 he's pretty young um but yeah henry ruggs he had a great great couple of first uh games of the season mm-hmm. started out really slow and then started killing it as a long bomb threat um and then yeah it just goes out and do some stupid shit like far that far too like, comfortable too early like yeah. got in a car and then killed somebody and now he's in a, a wheelchair and his career is probably ruined he's probably gonna go to jail for quite some time uh yeah, yeah. fucked up just what were you thinking bro what were you thinking um yeah it's just uh you know we are here at the blank one too we can't stress this enough but uh you know drive safe don't drink and drive um i mean although we don't have free uber available to us pedestrian you know uh, local folk um use uber call a friend you know um just uh ease up uh, if you're gonna drink don't drive that's that's so that's what we have to stress here enough you know we even have like there's this service in toronto um that you can get where um it would be like two people if you call them it's like two people and then one person drives you home and then the other person drives your car home for you and you pay like 40 or 50 bucks or something like that Hmm. it's pretty good depending on where you're going how far you're going obviously there's like a charge for it but yeah like i've i remember going out in um like Ajax with when I was in school yeah. and some of these guys were using it and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like what a great fucking like service. 
They literally drive your car home because they get your car home safe and yeah. your home, Holy which is super shit. sick. That's, yeah. that's nuts. Super smart. And I don't know why that's not maybe more big um, <clears throat> and, you know, not to get away too much from like, you know, the NFL kind of thing that just yeah. happened. But yeah, no, there's so many different ways that people can get home. They had free Uber. Yeah. Like they literally had <laughs> yeah. free Uber. Like a simple, hey, yeah. I'm drunk, pick me up. Yeah. Call your boys, man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. All these things. A loaded gun in your vehicle, to bro. Come on, who you, who you need to who you need to protect yourself from? Who's after you? Yeah, you're the wide receiver. The, the lot. They, they love you. They love you. They love you, man. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Um. Uh, well, I guess we'll. That's all the sad news that we have, but uh, I guess a bit of good news for the young world out here. Fifteen dollar minimum wage. Definitely. Wow. Doug Ford. Big deal. Doug motherfucking Although he Ford. said he wasn't going to do it. And now he fucking backtracked like the little bitch that he is. Little pussy. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you, Doug Ford. <laughs> By the way, if my coworkers are listening, that's a bit of a joke. <laughs> joke, joke, joke. Uh, please ignore that. Strict that from the record. That is all. Um, but yeah, Doug Ford uh, raising the uh, minimum wage. So, uh, you know, um, these uh, part-timers might be living large uh, sometime soon. Yeah. You know, yeah. might them afford them some housing, you know. Look at look at you go. And now um, I, it raised up a situation um, this week. We, I was talking amongst my uh, my my peers and uh, it's about uh, the um, waitressing and waiters and yeah, service fee. service like uh, service wage. Service, so that's going up to thirteen dollars an hour. I believe I thought it was 15. No, I believe they're also 13. Really? Yeah, I believe. I, let me double check. Yeah, Double check that. I believe it's 13. But uh, yes, they um, let's see, because the serve. So in Ontario, for those who don't happen to live in Ontario, the minimum wage currently is at fourteen dollars and thirty five cents. They've been pushing for 15 um, for quite a while now, for at least like two years or something like that. Um, And Ontario's government just hasn't been kind of, you know, giving in or anything like that. And then recently it actually went up 10 cents from 35 to 25 because they thought that they were doing us a favor, but no, definitely not. Okay. My, my apologies. It's, um, it's 15 as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then another one of the things that we ran into, um, is that the, not only the minimum wage is going up, but the server wage also um, is going, going up to so 15 I, as well. I believe that the server wage from before, um, the change, it was at $12 and 55 cents. Yes. Um, and in this case it jumps up to 15 starting January 1st. So the conversation that we're having, and I would love to have this conversation with anybody who has an opinion on it, please literally an anyone. Email. anyone we are desperate (laughs) shoot us an email hit us up on instagram just shoot us a paragraph or give us an essay whatever it may be but we would love to hear video on insta yeah that too yeah that too or youtube we need some anything go ahead (laughs) it would be the conversation on tipping yeah um tipping on fofos so black fofos and we know that that. oh that was a huge song great song hype Oh, Mike Jones and uh, Paul. Oh. Anyway, sorry. Didn't but um, in Toronto, tipping culture is huge. Oh, like, it's like a it's like a minimum, a social standard. Yeah. Uniform. Mm-hmm. Everyone does it. If you ain't, you broke. You, you, you're, you're basically. Yeah, I know. I remember tip. walking into bars when we were younger, yeah. when we were like 19, 18, like 20. And then the servers would be like, this motherfucker didn't tip us. Yeah. 
like this dude's a bitch or yeah. like that person yeah. sucks or whatever like uh -huh. that so in toronto it's just an expected thing to tip like 15 percent. yes um and then with covid restaurants even put up to 18 at some yeah. points where mm. some restaurants expect at least an 18 minimum yeah. percent I went into a, a restaurant the other day and they charged us a minimum of 18%. Really? Um, for our party. Nothing. Oh, shit. Nothing yeah. below. Yeah, nothing below. They didn't even like thing. So then, wow. yeah, it was crazy. So now that servers are making the same amount as minimum wage workers, are you still tipping, Carlos? Probably not. I'll tell you why. Because even if you're a part-timer, you're still working a lot of hours. Yeah. Definitely. You're working anything quite a under bit. 40 hours. Yeah. Is it 40? Or yeah. 44 hours? It's minimum wage. So regardless, you're still making yeah. 15. Yeah. Per and 15 hour. Is a lot of and money. that's it's quite a bit. Yeah. That's quite a bit. Because even 20 an hour, that's that's basically salary if you're working full time. That's yeah. salary. Yeah. It's salary for like, you know, like you're a good, lot of entry yeah. to like mid range oh, salary. So in this case, it's kind of like you're already pretty close. Yeah. You know, so I mean, if you're 15 an hour, what's the necessary like what's because before it's like when you tip, you understand like, oh, shit, she's not working that many hours compared. You know, she's not making a lot compared to even part timers. But now they are literally making the same amount as retail stores. And, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And those retail people, they, they have part time. We're not tipping them. Right. Yeah, because yeah, at, at, because at, at all those times, they were still even if they're part time, they were still making their well, how much was minimum wage before 13 something. It was 14, 14. 25 and then 1435 yeah. about a month ago. Or and two months so, ago. I mean, like 1435, that's pretty solid compared to the twelve dollars. I believe they were making yeah, before twelve dollars and fifty five. So cents. now they are it's equal, you know, equal field, you know, side, you know, equal playing field here. Mm -hmm. They're all making the same. What do you need a tip for? Just work your hours. I understand your. I understand. You know, you're giving us service, and I get that. You know, you want to make sure you're on your best. But, I mean, I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about the service thing, it's like, you know, the person. Well, at the same time, it's they're not really going out of their way really to serve us. It's their job at this point. It's whether they do like an extraordinary job right. or if they like go, go over and beyond. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. You, Above and beyond. Will you, will, do you deserve the tip? So then now it gets into the conversation of like this tipping culture in Toronto, because we're already at about a 15% to an 18% yeah. minimum. Yeah. Does it drop down now that I feel it? Will. Um, you know, that people, it's like a social standard that it drops out back down to like 10, what it used to be a couple of years ago. And then maybe even gets down to five yeah. or does society in Toronto just stop tipping in general? Because we know that these people are making at least minimum wage. Um, I don't think it will stop. I don't think the tipping will stop, but I do feel that a good chunk of the city will not tip as that much. drops down. Yeah. I think it's uh, a good chunk of this of the city will not tip as much anymore because not even as much probably not tip yeah. because you know equal playing field here pal you're making good money appreciate it you know live it they're probably even make you know what it sucks because they were probably even making more with tip yeah that's like the the that's bad the thing others, for servers, yeah. right? Like if they were on average, even though they're making twelve fifty five an hour, they're making if they're making was, good yeah. tips, 
um they could be making you know 20 an hour yeah. like i remember i know one of my cousins she used to work at moxie's mm. and i remember one night she told me she worked like a, a new year's eve or something like that you know how much she brought home just her own a thousand dollars jesus christ one night jesus christ and she's not like that she's strictly just a server but in that case that's how crazy the tipping culture can be but then there's probably you know that's one out of a million there's probably two or three servers out in toronto that make literally just 12.55 an hour you know what i mean yeah because they have to share it with the back and the front and the chefs and the management probably takes over the one thing the questions that i had was um whether companies now or restaurants now start raising their prices on clients to try and make up for that $15. Uh, they better fucking not if they're going to lose a <laughs> motherfucker. I'm trying to get drunk and shit. And you're going to charge me double? Are you fucking stupid? You bitch. I'm not coming here to this motherfucker. I'll take the beer, throw the goddamn drink in their goddamn face. No, fuck that. No, well, I don't see why you should. No, I don't know. No. That's uh, It's, it's going to be interesting. It's Yeah, this is going to be a really interesting time. Um, That I mean, like, as I mentioned before, you know, even people were making more with tips, but now that it's going to drop down, they're going to have to get used to living that normal life and no longer being lavish and whatnot anymore. So, yeah, I mean, uh, will we even have wait- waitresses if we're or waiters? If um... another one thing I actually wanted to bring up, yeah. um, good point. So, sorry, not to just jump in really quickly. Go ahead. So there was, there's this coffee shop that opened up down the street on College Street. It's on the corner of College and Bathurst, um, I believe. Yeah, Carl, College and Bathurst, and yeah. it's called RoboCop Cafe. Oh, I thought it was a, it's called RoboCop Cafe. No, sorry, RoboCafe. RoboCafe. And pretty much it's like a fucking ATM, but a coffee machine, and it's open 24-7 that you can literally just go in to the ATM outside, yeah. click whatever you want, put in the change for your cappuccino, or your coffee or whatever it may be, and it makes it in front of you. But if you look in the window beside the ATM, it's literally a robot making you coffee. Oh, that's cool. So in that case, things like I had a conversation with Alesha the other day about um, robots yeah. and like, do they start taking over things like Starbucks and baristas? Nick, hell yeah. And it's like, you can't tip a robot. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you tip bar- like baristas, like cafes, like uh, bartenders and stuff like that. Like what if all that stuff becomes like automated? We knew that it was going automatic with like drones and fucking Amazon using robots to like yeah. shipping and like when mail started yes, being yes. automated and stuff like that. Yes. We knew that it was going towards that. But now like things like cafes where it's like, hey, the minimum wage is going to $15. But if companies start putting in robots to like replace their fucking coffee makers, then it's like there's no tipping. Mm. There's, the tip culture is gone now and we're just paying for our coffee or whatever. Like the that. robots turn to slaves. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm not lying. This is like one of my biggest fears. Like if robots freaking start becoming like, you know, like slaves and then they end up like fucking realizing, fuck this shit. I'm more intelligent than these fuckers. I they robot. start taking, bro, Terminator fam. <laughs> like Skynet will fucking take, dude, even with the whole introduction with uh, Meta with uh, oh, what's yeah. his face. What's his name? 
literally Zuckerberg. The, Zuckerberg, fucking that robot. You know, <laughs> shit. Um, he's a lizard person, guaranteed. Like I, I would bet good money. I would bet good money. He, there's no way he's human being. Anyways, but yes, he he's starting that virtual reality nonsense. That's gonna. Is that know, what it is? It's a. Uh, it well, no. He literally changed the name of Facebook, Facebook to Meta. To Meta. So now the the social media site will still run. But it's just called Meta, okay. and then he also created a virtual reality. What's that called? Meta. Meta. Okay. So it's okay, under okay, Meta. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah. So basically, it's you know you put on the head, you know the headset, you know you freaking uh going around, you freaking uh you know um you know everyday uh <laughs> everyday, everyday things everyday things you know grocery shopping um you know uh gro- you know groceries gym. You know, eating dinner, uh, grabbing women by the pussy. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump will probably be. Uh, I don't, hopefully, by the time it releases, they'll let Donald Donald Trump back on um, oh social media. Uh, or who knows? Maybe Donald Trump might create his own, and then he does that with the virtual reality. But yes, here's what here's my fear about that. I feel that they're just gonna use those headsets to program us to be stuck in this virtual reality where we have nowhere else to go, and then the robots, the fucking robots <laughs> will just have to take over the world while we're just trapped in this fucking headset and we'll be their slaves, dude. That's how it starts. And then it will just go worse and worse. Skynet will fucking rule and John Connor will die before we even can save the world. That's what's going to happen, dude. Count on it. I'm banking on it. I'm pretty passionate about that. Oh, dude, God. I am terrified. <laughs> I am scared. I am so scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. So we can uh, bust open the cigar. That's the plan handshaking and shit but yeah um uh, robots if you're listening please don't take over the world i'm just so, <laughs> fuck i'm so scared i'm so scared and then they, you know first they start taking our jobs and then they take our freedom dude they, they, we don't want them to take our jobs those poor waiters and waitresses that have to suffer in the near future and they just got minimum wage you know so that sounds like a, a toxic relationship Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> you got the word of the day, toxic relationship. <laughs> toxic relationship title right here. Yeah, and that is our word, or not word, but that's our literal topic. Yeah. Toxic relationships. What's a toxic relationship to you, Ryan said? Well, I was actually uh, oh. doing a bit of research today on it mm-hmm. um, and just like thinking about my own experiences um, with like with relationships and like how I guess in like an also society and how modern day like, looks like toxic relationships. So there was I think it's like wellness today or psychology today, and they defined it as a relationship between two people um, where it's like almost like a competition between one another where they're trying to like up up each other like not up each other but like one up each other come on um, let's keep this pg in relation to yeah. like i don't know they're like social ego. status or ego or whatever yeah. it may be so um i thought that was a really interesting kind of definition about it i think obviously then when people think toxic relationships they think like boyfriends girlfriends relationships mm-hmm. marriages 
um whatever like that but there is one topic that i do want to get into it's like topic toxic relationships with like your family Uh um or like your workplace Uh or like maybe even food or like social media or whatever it may be and i do definitely want to talk about those things but i think um you know definitely what everyone thinks what a toxic relationships we want to talk about that first because i think that's an interesting topic so what about you what do you what do you consider a toxic relationship yeah i you know you hit the nail on the head there with the superiority thing i think there's just like uh you know they feel that um when you feel superior what you're doing then you're obviously gonna you know let other people there's some people who let their ego run and then let them know that look no you're not good at this i'm good at that let me do it and you do whatever you can and you just like no pay attention this is how you do it um so whether it be things like i don't know uh cooking for instance you know um you know women in history have been known you know to be the uh the you know the not sir i don't want to say servant but the you know the i don't even know how to put it in terms that you know person who you know cooking cleaning you know the the let's 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 compare this to the the you know the breadwinner the husband who goes to work and provides for the family versus the stay-at-home mom who does the cooking and cleaning now then if a stay-at-home mom is uh knows what they're doing and they're good at it and the father wants to try it she will just be like no 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 don't that's not how you do it that this is how you do it i'm good at this you don't do don't do it if you're gonna do it do it well you know what i mean or the husband who you know comes home just like no i'm the breadwinner of this home i get to provide the money for this this and this you don't you know you let me do me if you want something you bring it to me and i'll let you know what someone who takes control someone who is uh you know someone who you know feels empowered in what, what they're doing so, you know, when it comes to, yeah, so when it comes to the husband, um, you know, even if he doesn't feel control, if he had a pretty rough day, somebody who takes his anger out on the wife, whether it be, a, you know, physical, emotional, and, uh, you know, the wife is still sticking along with it, that's a, that's, to- that's a toxic relationship in my eyes, in my opinion, and probably for many others. And uh, it's an unfortunate thing that, uh, you know, because, um, you know, some people feel like, you know, that's too, in their opinion, that's how relationships work. Whereas, you know, people who grew up in my generation feel like, no, there's more equality, you know, there's more. So, you know, I handle my side of things and the other person handles their side of things. And then we come to this mutual agreement. And, uh, you know, if you want to help out, you can. Yeah, that's the, uh, you know, that's to me a relationship. That's the definition of a relationship. But yes, that's how I see things there. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the questions I had for you, Carlos, is that do Uh you feel like the media nowadays, whether it's like television or like movies, um, you know, whether it is in like any sort of comedy shows or whatever it may be, do you feel like uh media and like hollywood has sort of glorified toxic relationships um in things like movies books um all that kind of stuff you know what i mean so like just an example um i was watching seinfeld um a couple days ago and i know seinfeld's a really old show um but there is scenes and reoccurring like jokes and events where they talk about 
um, how like, you know, how toxic one side of the relationship can be. Like, I think there's one scene where I was watching the other day where George goes to his girlfriend and he goes, I want to break up with you. Mm. And then she goes, we're not breaking up. I'm not allowing you to. Ooh. And he's like, uh, okay. So then the whole skit and the whole like, kind of joke around that specifically is that, you know, first George isn't like, I guess, man enough to break up with his, his girlfriend. And then it gets into the question of like, um, does it take two to agree to a relationship breakup? Mm-hmm. And then why is this woman allowing George just to kind of stay in this relationship that he doesn't want to be in? And then like those things and like examples like that are toxic relationships that media happens to betray out, but is realistically bad to be able to kind of watch. So what do you think? Um, I think the media has a good portrayal as to not a good, but like, uh, they definitely have their ways of portraying toxic relationships. Um, I think it's just been a thing for regardless if it's, it's not like a recent thing. It's been for years and years. They've been portraying things that are toxic, you know, men being the breadwinner, women being the stay at home but now it uh, i see things as being reversed now where women are going to be the breadwinner breadwinners and men staying at home um either you know streaming on the in the meantime making dough for the for the home um and then i guess i don't know they're cleaning and doing <laughs> shit on the side whatever um but uh i think that um toxicity uh in the media i don't know if that plays a part as to what makes people who they are um most people would say that um you know though they feel the way they feel either because they experience with their parents or you know um some sort of trauma that they uh you know been through um i know from the women that i've spoken to that uh you know they feel you know, um, the they feel the way they feel, they are the way they are, whether they feel toxic about one thing due to, you know, history of abuse and, you know, being cheated on, um, you know, they're not as trusting. And so they, do, you know, they don't let down these walls to allow people to come in. Um, and then, you know, they're very, uh, you know, um, they get agitated or they get like, you know, I don't want to say I've never experienced physical, but um emotionally whenever people try to get close emotionally they just let up these walls and you know just let off like some sort of vent you know frustration or this act you know this episode of frustration or venting um but uh yeah that's um in terms of media influence um i don't know if it'll play a part i think it's uh, you know they portray it but i don't know if they play a part as to you know it creating toxicity in the relationship I think they could play a part in terms of, um, you know, marriage, you know, saying, um, oh, what type of, you know, what is, you know, what is the ideal way to, you know, um, do marriage or, you know, proposing or, um, you know, even just relationships in general, how a relationship should work, you know, man takes care of the woman, woman, you know, is taken care of, blah, 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 blah. But in terms of toxicity, no, I think uh, I would blame the humans themselves as to why it is, how the relationship is. No, great point. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, I think that one of the things I actually want to talk about, and you kind of reminded me of it, is that even though we do have like, you know, a bunch of movies and like mm-hmm. television shows and books and whatever it may be, 
um, that kind of show off toxic relationships and we laugh at them because like things like on social media and then, you know, how couples do like those weird kind of skits together and stuff like that, um, where it's more of a joke. Um, Human beings happen to create that Um, and human beings happen to create Hollywood and human beings happen to create those skits and all that kind of stuff that we are supposed to find funny or to glorify in a certain way in relation to media. Um, We are the toxic ones. Um, And I want, I don't want to get into this too quickly, but like, I want to let everybody know that um, sometimes like you have to realize that we as individuals are the ones that are toxic. Um, I think it's like a common thing where like people think that, oh, we try to like um, deflect it onto the other person, whether it's another person in that relationship, or if it's like, maybe you have a, a toxic relationship with like food and then like, maybe food is the one that fucking gets to you and you're like trying to blame food and being accessible to that and not being able to kind of take responsibility for your own actions. I think that's a huge kind of toxic trait that a lot of um, relationships that do consider them or would be considered a toxic relationship happen to get into. Um, One of the things I actually learned recently, and I still don't fully understand the definition of it, but gaslighting. I never really learned that word my whole life until I got like 20 something. And then somebody told me what gaslighting was. And I'm kind of like, what is that? I don't even, I still don't know what it was. Do you know what gaslighting is? I've heard the term, but the definition escapes me right now. So I think it's like, so let's say if Carlos and I were in a relationship and then I was saying like, um, like, let's say something happened where um, I broke your, your vase. Maybe you had a vase with some flowers in it or something like that. And then you were like, Ryan, did you break my vase? And then I'm like, no, like you broke your vase. Like, and then it's creating like certain situations in your head to think that I'm in a better light Mm -hmm. than you are, even though I'm the worst one in the relationship. So things like that. I think that's what gaslighting is. And if I am wrong, then please let me know. Don't don't ask. Hit us up. Don't ask. I I love it. I love that. Hang on. Let's let's figure out. I, I have the definition right here. It says gaslighting is a form of manipulation that occurs in abusive relationships. It is an insidious and sometimes covert type of uh, emotional abuse where the bully or abuser makes the target question their judgments and reality. Ultimately, the victim of gaslighting starts to wonder if they are losing their sanity. And that's fucking gaslighting. That's fucking that's- gaslight that's got to be probably some of the worst shit that any toxic relationship can kind of be in well definitely it's like mentally i would say other than like gotta really uh <laughs> like that kind of shit oh jesus <laughs> oh boy you kind of enjoy sorry. that oh shit come on now let's uh oof uh but yeah i uh yeah gaslighting is uh that's a that's a shitty one um you know uh to to have some you know it's a shitty thing to have someone question their own judgment to make them feel like not in control of what they're doing um it's a yeah that's a shitty situation to be put in so you know even you know females and uh, males like can even suffer from it too um that uh deal with that shit um in terms of, uh, fuck, I'm trying to think of maybe like an example of uh, gaslighting. So, I mean, yeah, like the Vaz situation and like, um, you know, just being, uh, or a woman just feeling like, 
she's a piece of shit not doing enough or not even relationships just like a boss just telling uh, yeah. co- uh you know uh one of their employees hey like um i listen to you you know coming from where i'm from you know i could have a boss that would be like hey i listen to your phone call um you know you did this this and this but you didn't do enough you didn't do you know you hit all the targets but that still wasn't enough so then that makes you know the employee be like what i thought i hit everything the call seemed okay um but you know and now just now i'm just over here like questioning my judgment like what what the hell am i supposed to do more like i mean i hit all the targets i made sure you know everything was set and you know procedure procedure wise moving forward um but i guess it wasn't enough so yeah that's a shitty way of uh, going through things to manipulate somebody to thinking that uh you're not enough is never okay you're playing minds with the you know playing tricks with the mind and that's never that never really ends well um they lose their sanity as i mentioned in the thing so um you know don't play tricks with minds or you'll end up creating a one of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time <laughs> and um <laughs> yeah um, ghetto boys reference ghetto boys yeah grow up if you don't get the reference but yeah um gaslighting man shit huh that's a wow that's shitty yeah no i only really learned about it yeah um up until recent and like it's an interesting concept because i was like what the hell is that like i don't even really understand what that is and then um not to get too personal into this but the reason why i wanted to get into this uh at least episode um because i remember being in relationships as like a younger kid and then not realizing that i was the toxic one Uh growing up um and this is something that like i don't usually admit but it's always interesting ladies and gentlemen this might be (laughs) our most interesting episode yet stay tuned stay tuned but the the greatest thing about kind of like realizing it and then like learning from it um, is that, you know, you can get better. So then when I spoke about realizing that human beings are the toxic ones, I had a self-realization kind of point in my life where I was like, man, I'm the piece of shit here. Mm -hmm. Um, But the craziest thing about being the toxic person is that sometimes you don't even realize you're being toxic because you just think that's how it is or how it's supposed to go whether it comes from like the way that you look at relationships as a kid, you know, whatever traumatic experiences that happened to you at a younger age that happened to, you know, create the walls of what you think a relationship is supposed to be or how the roles are of you as an individual are supposed to act, whether your relationship with food or um, your manager or, um, you know, your significant other, even to the relationship that you have with yourself, um, it takes a lot, a lot of self-actualization and looking in the mirror and realizing that, you know, some of the actions that you did personally were the causes of a toxic relationship in itself. Yeah. And I, not to get too deep into it. Why? No, well, it's just, well, you know, being in a relationship, like yeah. for people who know my history, I've always been in relationships. I've just been a relationship kind of guy. Um, other than like my like earlier 20s but I've always been kind of a relationship type of person but I didn't realize what I was doing in those relationships and how bad I was acting until I sort of realized that there are people that are doing that to me 
So why um, do you feel like you were like not? I don't, I don't want to say no, no. But like mental, like why do you feel like you were gaslighting? Well, I don't know if it was like a hundred percent gaslighting, but it yeah. probably was a hundred percent gaslighting because I think that at a point of my life, I didn't know what toxic or being a toxic person was, and yeah. I always just thought of myself somewhat highly in relation to like the person that I was. But then really, when I looked at myself, I was kind of like, man, I ain't shit. But the way that you have to kind of like keep yourself up when you're in that mind state is that you have to like kind of push people under you to kind of boost yourself up in relation to sure. like certain relationships. Sure. So there are relationships that I got into when I was younger where um, people got the brunt, like the blunt end of it because I didn't feel enough in the relationship whether it was you know my work whether it was my schooling whether it was you know the people that I happened to be at that point in time and the biggest problem is the victim in itself they have to kind of deal with all this because you know whether they're in love with you whether they have to work with you no matter what it is um and that is the worst part about it because a toxic person can sometimes go their whole lives or the whole relationship without having to actually know what they're doing and then they get away with shit like that. And then the person that actually sits there and just takes all of it and they never maybe get to realize that, you know, the other person's the fucking problem. Um, then sometimes toxic relationships can go on for a lifetime. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, just like, I mean, what, cause I'm still confused. Like what, like what examples do you have of you being taught? Like, I don't, like, is there like a, I don't know, like, was it addressing their like physical appearance or like, just like, it would be, would you say like you had like a rough day at school and then you, like, if they ask you something, you'd just be like, no, you don't. Yeah. Like it would be, let's say if like, um, you know, I would have a rough day at school or whatever yeah. like that, or like have a bad day at work and then you have to take it out on that person, whether it is ignoring them um you know making them feel a certain way um you know putting your anger towards that type of person or let's say if they wanted to do something yeah like for the better of the relationship whether they wanted to go like apple picking or like to fucking out and about or go shopping or whatever it is and then you because you don't want to do that you make them feel bad for making them make you want to do it mm -hmm. or like something like that like stupid shit like that and those small things, even though it wasn't any kind of like physical abuse that I potentially was not doing, so I don't do that. Um, but the mental abuse that these people happen to go through in my lifetime, where I thought I had to do that to be able to keep myself happy or to keep myself up as an individual, mm -hmm. um, only to sit there and look in the mirror, you know, freaking 10 years after, five years after and be like, man, I was the person that was ruining these relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, I was a person that um, caused this specific issue and now I can't fix it because now the relationship happens to be done. So the problem is that the people that don't happen to go through it sometimes never get out of it. Because um, I always think of myself that I had this kind of like self-actualization. And I actually try to apologize to certain people that, you know, I've affected in my lifetime throughout oh, those relationships. Jesus. Like, um, but it's something serious. But there's certain relationships where people that are victimized in these relationships, they deal with it forever because the one person, you know, and I know that people say, oh, it takes two to tango. But if there's that one toxic relationship person and they're the ones that are causing it um you know sometimes they never get out of it and the victim of that specific other part of the relationship 
can be gone forever. And I've seen these relationships from a third party perspective, whether it happens to be with like certain parents or like certain uncles and family, and then not even in the media, but like, you know, maybe it's your brother or whatever it may be. Um, to kind of understand that toxic relationships is really just an insecure, at least for me, an insecurity that I caused personally for those relationships to sure. like last. Sure. Um, but really the only reason why they last is because that person fucking loved me forever or that person put effort into it, whether it's my manager, you know, my relationship, um, you know, even myself, um, it was a really huge insecurity with myself. And that's why I acted that certain way. That is one of the biggest things that cause, I think, personally toxic relationships that happens to be the insecurity of the individual. They so don't bully. feel they don't. Yeah, they don't feel worthy enough for themselves. So they take it out on their the closest relationship they happen to have, whether it happens to be your co coworker, whether it happens to be your best friend, your mom, your dad, your significant other, your dog, whatever it may be, the food, the games that you're playing, mm -hmm. your hobbies. Um, all of that happens to kind of falter and, you know, causes harm in relation to how you look at certain relationships and how you're supposed to act. So self-realization, understand that, you know, us as people, we do toxic shit. That's just what we do. Um, but the only way to realistically fix that is to look at yourself and kind of like mentalize exactly what you did and why it was wrong and what happened in that result. Um, I'm not trying to get into too much of the solution because everyone solves their own problems in their own certain way. Right. But for me, I think the the actualization to be like, you know what, I caused that. Like, where did this argument start from? Where, um, where did that even word come from? Why am I even mad right now? Certain things like that to catch yourself in those feelings and to be a little bit more mindful of exactly your thoughts and expressions and what you say, especially during arguments or especially during debates or whatever it may be. Um, that stuff is important to be able to kind of make that change to become a better person so that you aren't being the toxic person in the relationship, that you aren't gaslighting individuals, that you're not showing or trying to hide your insecurities from these people so that you make them feel, you know, worse than you are kind of thing, right? So that's my kind of own personal kind of feeling towards toxic relationships, because I think that I was the person that caused it majority of the time. Um, and now, you know, I definitely try to be a little bit more mindful or as much mind as as mindful as possible to be able to know when thoughts happen to come up, because I think that as human beings, you don't change forever. Right. Or you don't fully change. You can kind of understand exactly and do a little bit better. But thoughts still come up, things still come up. And then you have to kind of like understand that that's just a thought or just, a, you know, something that was part of your past kind of thing. So. Yeah, no, like I think that and I know probably a lot, not a lot of my friends really thought this, but they probably saw it in me and like the arguments that we used to have when we were younger, uh -oh. thinking that Lupe was the best fucking rapper at 16 and all the stupid things that I used to say about it um, and then trying to get them to change their opinion on it and stuff like that. Things like that mm. is what causes the toxicity as a person like you as an individual, you are a toxic person when shit like that happens. Wow. Uh -huh. We yeah. actually read the end of the mark here, so um, we're gonna end it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, oh, I, I'm I, gonna I, get out of here. So, 
It just adds, it just goes to bed and sleep. Um, no, I, I, I 100% agree with you. I think that, you know, um, I guess, yeah, it's just essentially bullying, really. That it plays a big role in terms of what makes people toxic, if you will. I know for me, you know, going back to uh, high school, I used to get clowned a lot, um, you know, due to uh, the race, uh, my race. And um, I wasn't really, you know, it, 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 you know, I try not to get things, let things bug me as much because I'm a pretty patient person. Um, but, uh, you know, shit, sometimes, yeah, I was like, fuck, I'm getting, you know, this is this shit, this shit sucks. And especially when you're like the only, uh, you're not only, but like one of the select few black kids that go to that school, just like, ah, oh, shit, I'm like, you know, I'm uh, stuck against a wall here and I don't know how to defend myself. So it was just like, yeah, there's a few people who I would just like be, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't say shitty. I would, I, I try not to, I, I would joke around, but I would make jokes, well, like jokes at their expense. Um, but I would try not to be as hurtful, but there was a few times where I went overboard because of my frustration and I'm just like, fuck, I feel so bad. Um, but, um, yeah, there's a select few people that, uh, you know, I feel bad now that I've, you know, I've aged and matured. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I wouldn't say I was a shitty person back then. I try to be as nice as possible back then, but, uh, you know, I've had my moments where I wasn't very proud of myself. Um, yeah, just, I, I can't really, you know, there's a few people who've, uh, you know, I, uh, I probably you've been shitty too. Um, Carmen, if you listen, I apologize. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Sorry, it's, Carmen. uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it plays a role in terms of, uh, people taking advantage of your insecurities and then, um, you know, but that's essentially bullying really. Um, you just, you know, people who, you know, they haven't suffered some shit outside of that zone. So, you know, example of, um, you know, a kid probably being abused at home from his drunk dad. Then he goes to school the next day, beats the shit out of uh, some younger kid who's weaker than him simply just because he, you know, the kid, you know, that, you know, weaker kid has no clue why the hell he's picking on you. But, you know, he's going through some shit. And, um, you know, I'm not asking the weaker kid to all oh, just take it. But I mean, like at the same time, um, not not really because I don't want to say just understand what he's going through. That I don't want you to feel like, you know, oh, I'm, you know, he's having a shitty situation. So go ahead. But at the same time, no, just like being like, hey, listen, you're going through some shit. Um, you probably don't want to talk about it, but just like you need to ease up and not beat me up as much so, or not as much or at all, really. Just like get your shit together. But uh, yeah, in terms of that's, you know, that's a form of toxicity in schools or like bullying in general. But in terms of toxicities and relationships themselves, um, yeah, in terms of uh, what may cause that, I know, you know, it's, uh, let's say, um, what's an example? Future, the rapper, he's a pretty toxic fellow, well known on the internet as a toxic fellow um <laughs> he has about like what like eight kids with like a few uh, you know a couple different women yeah paying a shit ton on child support which is nuts like holy do they fuck. know how much that is uh he uh, it's been released a few times a couple of, million yeah, or something i would million. assume Damn. yeah it's it's shitty um but um yeah he uh in terms of i don't believe he had a father growing up 
And so um, I, I think he blames that as to why he is the way he is with women. Um, you know, he would ask a woman, there's a few of his text messages online where he would ask a woman out on a date or not to date, but just to have sex. And um, she'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not busy that day. Or, um, but I uh, know, what was she said? She said, I think she said that she um, was on her period, but she can hang out. And then he's like, "Ooh, never mind. Don't bother coming over." <laughs> and uh, he's, and she's that just like, crazy. "Really? You're just gonna do that?" And he's like, "Yep. Uh, enjoy your day, my dear." And just he carries on with his day. Um, uh, that's toxic. That's uh, that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and t- yeah, and uh, one other thing, he was in an interview where he was uh, asked, "How come you don't marry?" one of your baby mom is like well if i marry one of them then the other ones will be pissed off <laughs> uh, yeah so he's a uh character he's a he's Holy a bit he's a, he's a bit and a half you know he has he has his moments for sure but uh big big pop star is uh i imagine that's um that's not doing well for his ego he's uh probably thinking what he's doing is all fine he needs to surround himself with a you know a few friends just to be like, hey, cut that out, take it easy, <laughs> don't uh, be nice, be nice. But uh, and yeah, in terms of influencing that, like, I mean, what do you you know what would influence one to be in that position? Would you say loss of a father, you know, a father not being there to yeah. guide him, or like, uh, you know, maybe a relationship that gone wrong that just. There was definitely one aspect that I think that you touched upon, um, you know, and to kind of put like a definition behind it, but everybody goes through, not everybody, but, you know, people go through traumatic experiences. Sure. Um, And trauma from what we know about like, you know, social sciences and how it affects the brain and like how you kind of build your walls and um, what you set as standards in your lifetime growing up. Um, even though you happen to live in society as a human being, everyone happens to kind of grow up in a different village, I would say, if you're going to go back to that saying where like it takes a village to, to raise a child. Um, every single person happens to grow up a little bit differently, whether those experiences that you happen to, you know, experience or go through as a child, when your mind is still building, and you're still building exactly what is right and wrong. Um, you know, what a relationship supposed to look like? How am I supposed to act over my brothers? How are you supposed to act at school? Certain things like that are all still sort of building. And especially if you're having bad experiences throughout those times, then you're definitely, well, not definitely, but sometimes, or it is kind of a given thing where you're going to have some sort of traumatic experiences on how you look at certain things. So guys like Future, um, if he didn't have a dad growing up, that could definitely be some sort of a traumatic experience on how he looks at relationships, sure. which causes him to be the toxic one, um, you know, in relationships. And I think that's something that everybody has to kind of look at. And then whether you happen to pick and choose and then look at your past experiences and try to learn from them, or you let them absorb you the way that I think that um you know future kind of does because he i'm hoping that he learns from it but no out of eight children and paying millions of dollars of child support all of these guys are probably not going to have a father um you'll have a lot of money but um you know those are the things that actually cause traumatic experiences for like younger children because they don't see a proper 
and I won't say proper, but they don't see a relationship that has both sides or a balance between, um, you know, two individuals that can teach you two different things. Um, they have one side and a whole bunch of money, which causes like certain issues like toxicity. That's why you have people like Future, like having a whole bunch of kids with a bunch of people, because maybe he doesn't know what a relationship is supposed to look like. Mm. And then even if he's learned from it, whether he let it absorb him or he learned from it, which it seems like he didn't because he's still fucking around. Um, those are the issues that, you know, cause people to get hurt. Right. Um, so the victims that you know, happen to be in these relationships. And I don't know if victims like a harsh, harsh word, but I would call them victims. But it's like the people that are being hurt in these relationships that were truly in it. Um, they're the ones that get hurt. And if you really don't care, then it's like, man, who are the, f <laughs> it's like, where's your, your sympathy yeah. or like, where's your humanity in that case? And mm -hmm. like, would you consider a future, a narcissist? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, yeah. It's not even, yeah. 110%. Um, I, I mean, I, I think most rappers are narcissists. Really? Well, I mean, you know, they boost them. It's like it's a competition, and you know, most rappers they just deem themselves as the best rapper alive. Yeah, that's you right. know, like that's even true. like if you ask Jay Z, like, bro, he, I one hundred percent believe. Like, if you ask him who's the greatest of all time, he'll say himself, and he would. He literally he calls himself Hove. Yeah. Hova. Yeah. God. Yeah like come on and then yay beyonce created a whole fucking song about it ego yeah that's literally about jay-z's ego you know what i mean it's just yeah just you know most rappers are i think future i read in an interview once that future had where he said like yeah i can't be for my kids uh be there for my kids too often because you have to understand your dad's a fucking rock star he said that yeah see like that he's like that's toxic that's like <laughs> you know just like fuck you know it's like when uh you know he before all this i don't believe he was humble like i i you know i feel that you know he he was a you know he was a handsome guy before and uh apparently ladies love him you know he kids and, you know but uh you know it's just uh yeah he's a he's a uh oh <laughs> And you get in the middle of the call in during the a podcast. The, it's all good. I'll just screen the call and see if it's a fucking scammer or not. But uh, yeah, just um, freaking future is uh, he, yeah, his narcissism. I wouldn't say he's the worst I've seen. What the hell? Narcissism definitely plays a role in creating toxic relationships i think that you as a narcissist you have no sympathy you know whatsoever for any of your victims or whatever it may be carlos is kind of doing something at the moment but my fault narcissism i would think happens to play a huge role in relation to creating a toxic environment whether it's for yourself for your you know, your co-workers or whatever it may be um you know your family in this case uh, you know, for futures case, at least mm. um, that is the worst part about it. And then do you feel like there's more narcissism or glorified narcissism or narcissistic people in the world today? Oh, 110%. And I'll tell you why. And I'm glad you asked me this question. Um, Please. <laughs> before all the, you know, in terms of the you know, celebrity, I think most of them are narcissists because at the end of the day, they are competing with one another to get to the spots of where they are. Simple as that. 
And now in terms of us regular folk as to why we why I feel narcissism plays a huge role today, social media. I know we talk about it a lot here and I apologize, but true that. Here's my here's my thought process on this. We now live in a world where people have access to our daily lives through the pictures and videos that we upload online. Now, these people are now looking at how many followers they're looking at their account and how many likes they are getting on their content. And we're not talking about entertainment. You know, these aren't comedians. These are just people talk about their regular life. So when they get more likes, when they get more followers, based on the pictures they post, it boosts up your ego and you feel like you're on top of the world. Now, if, uh, you know, if someone's eating a sandwich and there's like 20,000 people that like the picture, oh, I'm going to feel some type of way. I'm a motherfucking God. People like me just for eating my like motherfucking my sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> you know what I mean? Motherfucking good sandwich. Yeah. Man. The, oh, shit. This sandwich is the best. And then, you know, now uh, the, the sandwich shop is making business. And now they're like, hey, you made a lot of, uh, you know, attention for our fucking shop from your picture. Let's work with you. Like, shit, I'm a god. Come work with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, we live in this generation where, you know, freaking uh, girls are posting half naked pictures and they're getting a lot of followers just from posting alone. You know, they're just, uh, you know, whether they... Uh, the way they promote themselves is posting comments in other people's, uh, uh, you know, accounts and saying, oh, hey, I have these pictures here. Hey, I'm going to be the best rapper alive. Come click on my content, blah, 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 blah. And then the more you get, the more you, you know, the more follows you get, the more likes you get, the more it boosts your ego. And now when you feel like you're, you know, your ego has been boosted to this amount, you feel some type of way about yourself. There's some insecurity when you read the comments like, oh, yeah, I didn't like this pic this week because i didn't like this pick this day because you know you look like this this and this so now it's like oh fuck i'm gonna go out of my way to do something better to you know get their attention back yeah you know what i mean so now it's just like oh shit here i posted myself a little bit more half naked this time you're seeing a lot more and now they're like oh shit i like this keep going it like that you see what i mean so that is when i said now I might get a little controversial here, um, you know, with the whole gender situation that exploded through the roof in this social media, mm, definitely, you know, era. So now that when people, uh, you know, you know, express that, hey, I, you know, I am now gender fluid, they're going to get this attention now and they're going to, you know, and they want people to appreciate that I am gender fluid. Now mm -hmm. you cannot, you know, I'm not going to allow you to, you know, touch me or, or, you know, offend me in any way, simply because, you know, I am different from other people now. Yeah. I am not the normal male or female. And now that they have this social media presence, it's like, all right, here I go. This is me now. You know, I, if I see one comment, I'm going to freaking, you know, you know, go out of my way to destroy you to ensure that you are no longer uh, on social media because you are going to hurt my feelings, my ego, along with many others as well. And it doesn't even have to be about, you know, gender, uh, you know, fluidity and whatnot. Beyonce could post one thing, 
and then another celebrity would say a bad thing, and then those people will go out of their way to fucking destroy that person for talking shit about Beyonce. That would fucking boost Beyonce's ego through the yeah. fucking roof. She would feel like a fucking god. And she probably does feel like the way she's walking around like with royalty with Jay-Z. <laughs> you see what I mean? So, I mean, now, like, this would not have happened in 2002. She was popular, but not this popular. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, in this era, yeah. Narcissism, whether it be for celebrity or even the regular folk now, it's skyrocketed through the roof. People feel so strongly about themselves because they have this social media presence. And it's it's killing us, damn it. Yeah, that's how I feel. The one thing that um, I did want to kind of touch on that I thought you brought up a great point was like the, the need for attention. Um, you know, usually the need for attention happens to caught like come from, you know, I don't know, maybe you happen to be neglected as a young kid. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe you didn't have too many friends. Um, maybe your parents weren't there and you didn't feel the need to be needed um, or to be loved or whatever it happens to be. So then you go and do some, you know, fucking harsh decision making to to cause some sort of attention to come back to you. Um, and then anybody who happens to offend you in any sort of way, you use that as like firepower to get more attention in that case. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's a predominant concept in today's society, no matter what sort of, you know, society that you happen to fall under or whatever kind of, you know, thing that you identify as or person that you identify as. I think that happens a lot. Um, I think that the toxic relationship with like social media has definitely caused individuals to be a little bit more toxic, mm-hmm. which causes toxic relationships in general. So I think it all sort of, kind of blends in together or you know certain things um happen to like that word um right sort of like relate relate to each other like um there happens to be an event that happens that causes a certain event to happen Mm -hmm. so just to give you an example i think like in 2008 or 2010 like teenage girls suicides flew through the roof right um throughout like 2010 to like 2012 and then like people are trying to real like on the western side of canada our western side of the world people are trying to figure out exactly what the hell is going on but then you also see the jump in like facebook and like instagram right. and like snapchat yeah and all that kind of stuff so there were certain relationships that happen to be happening in the background that are still happening to today mm-hmm. um, i think toxic relationships are something that's hard to be able to kind of put into numbers whether you're talking about like abusive relationships um people you do studies that people i don't know you survey a thousand people and say are you in a toxic relationship have you ever been in a toxic relationship i'm sure that i fully agree with you i think that social media causes that rise in relation to causing toxicity for individuals i think we've always been toxic we've always had sort of toxic thoughts yes um, but it's definitely predominant now that we have a way to be able to kind of glorify it in a certain way. Yes. Um, and I think it's a terrible, terrible thing, um, you know, because definitely it plays a huge role in things like, you know, individual insecurities, um, how you take it on in your relationships, um, and then how you even deal with relationships going forward as an adult or as a teenager or as whatever age you may be at this point in time. 
Um, that's definitely a huge, huge issue that we definitely should be looking into. Um, I know Just there's turn def- off social media. That's pretty much it. <laughs> turn it off, bitch. You don't need that fucking, you know what I mean? You don't, who cares how many people liked your picture? Like the, you have nothing to prove to these people. And just, you know what I mean? And, you know, like my thing is, I feel bad for the celebrities nowadays because they have all this fucking pressure on them to be perfect. Yeah, that too. All this, you know, people who are popular on the interwebs, you know, they have all this, you know, they have to be perfect. They can't say one thing wrong or else social media will snap on them. And now, you know, these, these celebrities are out of jobs. They can't pay their bills or support their family. Yeah. Simply because of this one mistake. Yeah, and these are the people that you know that you want to you know adhere to to freaking uh, entertain. Listen, 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 listen. For all you celebrities out there, here's the deal. I understand that you have a voice, and most of these celebrities like to do political speeches on when they win awards and shit, which I still don't get. You're a fucking actor. Do not thank Jesus, man. Yeah, just thank the one. Yeah, just thank Jesus, Allah, (laughs) Yahweh, whoever you you know. Just thank whoever you think and get the fuck off the stage and continue to make movies. But uh, in terms of politics and whatnot, keep it to you. Keep it to yourself. I'm just gonna be real with you. Like I understand that you have your opinions. Don't don't express it on the social media site. Don't tell me who the fuck to vote for, bitch. I'm just gonna fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be. Uh, who's an example of uh, who's a uh, fucking? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm. You know he's the homie. I love him. But Kanye West, for example, he freaking. Uh, you know, did he endorse Donald Trump before or after? I think it was, it was after. After, I don't think yeah, it, I it think was he did after. the whole. Who, who he went who to the White endorsing? House to be? Make America Great Again hat, all that kind of shit. Okay. Remember and, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, so who, there was a few celebrities that endorsed Donald Trump. Freaking uh, Daddy Yankee, I think, was one of them. Fucking Daddy. The, the motherfucker that made Gasolina is telling me <laughs> to vote for Donald Trump. Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck out of here, bro. Just make fucking reggaeton music and carry it. You know what I mean? Keep, it, keep your thoughts to yourself because they're just going to attack you. When you express who you, you know, and, you know, with Dave Chappelle in this whole situation, I get it. You know, he's a comedian. It's his job to make fun of whatever's going on in the world currently. That I understand. That I get. But at the same time, when you, you know, when you do that and you take those risks, people jump on it and they, well, they aren't going to be happy. Although people may agree with where you're coming from. I don't see you as a bad person, but the community that felt offended may see that way. And now there's all this attention and now they, you know, they're asking for demands and shit. Is it really worth it? You know what I mean? It's just, you don't have to adhere to these followers, these fans that support you. You know what I mean? Just do your own thing, create your own content, do what you want. And, you know, don't ever feel like these fans, you know, you owe these fans anything or these followers anything. If you were in a fucking, if your car broke down, are you just going to go through your list of people and be like, hey, help, help me brother out, man. I'm on, you know, fuck that shit. They ain't going to help you. What's fucking little Dikembe out in Kenya that's following us <laughs> on our fucking website is going to do for me when my car breaks down on the little side of the street? They, he, he can't do shit. He can't do shit for me. <laughs> Just don't, you know, just relax. Take it easy. They're just people that like your shit. 
I understand. You're you may be a talented actor. You may be a good singer. Just keep being great at what you are. Don't adhere to these people. Don't let these people influence your fucking new album. Let life do that. Live your life. You know what I mean? Just do be- do good things. Save money. Live better. The place where the baby killed us. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. It sounds like we have, as society, we have a toxic relationship with celebrities. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't get it. I'm expecting way too much from you, motherfucker. Yeah, shit, dude. It's like... You know what I mean? You know, you live life. Oh, that new album is great, bro. Oh, this new album is great. What the fuck you mean you're going to endorse Donald Trump? Are you fucking stupid? Fuck you. I hate everything that you stand for. Simply because of that one thing. The one thing you can't agree with. Yeah. It's, come on, guys. No one's perfect. Stop letting, you know, stop attacking people for making mistakes. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about that. So I guess we can get into our final thoughts, Carlos. I mean, shit, shit, dude. Here's my final thought for relationships. Keep this in mind. You're a team, all right? You try to make things work. Let's say, hypothetically, the girl is the QB and the guy is the wide receiver. I'm comparing it in a straight relationship here because (laughs) I don't know how homosexual relationships work. The girl is a QB. She's looking out for the, you know, the wide receiver, anybody that is open. She's looking at you. You're the wide receiver. (laughs) She's looking to see if you're open because you're her best guy. You are the guy. You're there for her whenever she needs you the most. You are open. You, you pass, you, you know, you pass the ball and then he gets it and you're open. And he, she, and that guy's open and you can, you grab it. And you win Super Bowls together. That's relationship. Now, there's going to be times where she's looking and you're not, you're, you're covered. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, you're going through some shit. You know, you got people on you. You got defenders just like, no, he ain't getting through here. All right. And you're just like, fuck, what do I do? You know what you do? You, you, you don't look for other people because that's your best guy. He's going to do it for you, especially when you're near the end zone. You know what you do? You take the ball and you run that shit yourself. (laughs) You have to pull your fucking weight. (laughs) That is relationship. If he's not available, you got to pull your weight to put, you know, put yourself together there and vice versa for the wide receiver. You got to get yourself open. If you can't, (laughs) if you aren't open, get yourself open, bitch. That is how relationships work, how it should work. Y'all are a team. Work together to win Super Bowls, at least the AFC or the NFC championship. Make it happen, Captain. And don't follow the Colts playbook. Follow a playbook that would work for you. That's my thoughts. Beautifully said. Thank you. Beautifully said. Thank you. I have to laugh the whole time. That was wonderful, though. <laughs> the analogy, man, the analogy. Go ahead. In this case, um, you know, I definitely had a whole speech on it, and we definitely don't want to go too much or backtrack too much on it. But I think um, one of the main things is that if you find yourself that you're in a toxic relationship, please 
please, please try to get yourself out of it. <laughs> um, it's probably not going to get better. No. Um, and I've definitely seen toxic relationships my whole life. I was the toxic relationship. So I know how it goes. Um, you definitely don't deserve to be in it. Right. Um, you deserve better than that. If you feel that there is something wrong, then probably there is something wrong. Your gut instinct is one of the best indicators of knowing that you're in a bad relationship. Find yourself a wide receiver that can do it for you. Definitely. Because you deserve you a great deserve wide a great, receiver. Amen. <laughs> amen. But yeah, definitely. You deserve relationships. And if you are being fucking abused, then get the fuck out of there. Yes. Tell you. Don't miss me with all that. Oh, yeah. but he understands me. No. Fuck no. that. Get the fuck out of there. Abort mission. Eject. That's all I got to say. Shit, man. <laughs> well, on that note. Recommendations. Oh, shit. I don't know. Uh, the new Future album's out. <laughs> <laughs> well, check that out. Some that hype, man. He's great. Uh... I don't know. Um, Majid Jordan's album came oh, out. Yeah. That's huge, uh, that's huge, a good one. Huge album. Um, need a, I finished it uh, last week. That was good. It was good. Wale put it out now. Wale did uh, freaking uh, what was yeah. it? Florin two. Florin two. Yeah, that was. was, was you listened to it. I listened to it. Actually. I listened to a bit. I listened good. to a bit. I listened to it's a definitely bit. Definitely not as good as his last yeah, album. Florin but... one was really yeah. good. Um, and then like wow, that's crazy. That that album's just fucking beautiful in itself. Which but... one's that again? Wow, oh, that's his last yeah, album. Last yeah, album. yeah, yeah, yeah. My fault, my fault. Yes, yes. Um, but it's a it's a pretty good album. Um, I would say. Yeah. Definitely listen to it yeah. if you can. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah. Um, I guess the winter's coming up, so um, you know, although it's not snow's not here yet, but uh, get the winter tires ready. Um, apparently there's gonna be a shortage of tires. Oh shit! So prepare yourself, folks. Um, get them tires yeah, on because, tires. <laughs> because uh, the shortage is uh, it's affecting everything. I, I don't have a PS5 yet because of these motherfuckers. All right. <laughs> Let's, uh, you know, it, it, there's a chip shortage. There's rental vehicle shortages. What the fuck kind of shit is yeah. that? That's crazy. And it's not even like it's literally North America. <laughs> How do you not have a car? Yeah. What happened to the cars you had before? <laughs> what happened? But yeah, just. Get, you know, just uh, prepare yourselves for the winter. I don't want you to be driving and then, you know, slipping and sliding and then you open up claims for calls I have to make! <laughs> Other than that, though, yeah, prepare yourself for the winter, folks. It's November, but uh, the earlier the better, that's what I always say. Shout out to Carlos's employee <laughs> colleagues. Yeah, if y'all listen to this, please understand that I am not this person. I am the nice guy that y'all love to work with. And I need this job. <laughs> that being said, I'm Carlos. And I'm Ryan. And this is a blank with Carlos and Ryan. That being said, feel it in. <laughs>